Happy 2019 and welcome to another episode of Exploring Possibilities. We broadcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, my website, journeyofpossibilities.com. And be sure to subscribe on our YouTube channel, YouTube slash Cheryl Sitz. I'm your host, Cheryl Sitz. Right here every week, we have some of the most interesting, inspiring conversations on the planet. It's our mission to explore holistic, spiritual ways to help you transform life from the inside out. If you like what you hear, do me a favor. Please support our work so we can keep bringing these to you. You can do that at journeyofpossibilities.com slash support. This show and the website are the skillful, brilliant creations of tech shaman Mario Rosales of Tech Life Balance. And you know what? He can help you expand your presence too. Tell us how, Mario. Well, Cheryl, how I can help your listeners is, have you ever had a computer crash on you and then... How about recovering all those emails? Or you get a new phone and you're struggling to get all the configuration set up for all that to get all your emails, your calendars, and your contacts, or maybe you lost your contacts. I have a solution where it synchronizes your computer, your phone, your new phone, your tablet, or anything out there. And remember those viruses that sometimes come through your email? But that's the other part that this system protects you from. It protects, scans the email even before it gets to you. And also in case if you're, for whatever reason, you get one of those viruses that sends out emails, this system even scans the outgoing emails. So there, there's a lot of stuff in this one solution and it's only $15 a month. Go ahead and go to techlifebalance.net or mariorosales.net and find out more information on the email service. Who are you? Why are you here? What wonders and opportunities await you beyond physical death? What happened millennia ago to create the damaged earth and fractured societies you see around you? Empowering, enlightening, internationally acclaimed, the Joseph Communications books offer answers to these questions. Spiritual, concise, contemporary, non-denominational, the communications originate from Joseph, a highly evolved discarnate spirit concerned for you and the future of the planet and its peoples. The words of Joseph and his soul group give you the power to bring light and change into your own life and the lives of others and to restore the earth. Available in paperback, ebook, and audiobook formats, the communications can be ordered today at www.thejosephcommunications.com and also from Amazon and other major booksellers. All proceeds are used for further publishing and advertising and to make the communications available worldwide. Okay, it's 2019 and that means it's time to get serious about Peru. Have you felt her calling you? It's a great time now to align your energy, your intention, and your resources toward this life-changing journey. My first trip to Peru, I was unemployed and I literally emptied my savings account to go because I was so sure it was my time to go and it was going to change my life. And it did. Is it your time? You can learn more and join us at journeyofpossibilities.com. Today's guest has become a good friend of mine in recent months since we first connected, so I could receive one of her readings. Anita Davies performs Akashic Starseed readings that are in a class all their own. She also does the Blue Star Quantum Healing Method, and she's even begun creating artwork that features our sacred symbols, which she channels. I'll go on record as saying she's the clearest channel I've ever met. All of her work is done with an open heart and so much love. Her Facebook business page is crystal clear, and she is also part of the Awakening Network. You'll find all her contact info right here on the podcast. Welcome, Anita. Good morning, Cheryl. 
thank you very much for inviting me here today. Well, thank you. I know that we've had to kind of infringe on your weekend a little bit to get this one recorded. We've got a bit of a time gap trying to deal with 19 hours between Texas and New Zealand, don't we? We sure do, but we certainly managed to keep in touch and um, it's amazing. Time's really no barrier. Yes, that's true. I'm so honored to have you on the show. I absolutely love your work. When somebody told me, you know, you can get this starseed reading from Anita and it's going to give you a little insight into who you are. I had no idea I was going to get pages of in-depth information, but I'm jumping ahead. I want to talk a little bit about you. So you, like me, awakened later in life, didn't you, as far as spiritually awakened in the way that you did? Very definitely. Around 2012, which I think a lot of uh, star seeds awakened around that time due to the changes of the energies and part of the project and the project moving forward. It was quite a shock to the system. Um, <laughs> I actually come from a very psychic background where all those who've gone before me on my mother's side of the family have been terrified of what happened to them. My grandmother was incredibly psychic to the point where she was plagued totally by spirit. They would knock on doors, knock on windows, walk through her house, try to speak to her, and she spent her whole lifetime having each home she lived in exorcised by the local minister because she was frightened. She had crucifixes, crosses right around the house. Weird things happened in my grandmother's house that we were aware of, but we were very totally sheltered. And this goes back to her mother, her sisters, who had these sorts of experiences, and I was told by a medium when I first became awakened that it was on my mother's side and it went right back for many generations. But I was always aware of something and I could not have told you what it was. It was just I would go into homes and I would have that feeling in the back of my neck that perhaps I was being watched and I would feel uncomfortable perhaps about a certain room and one of my sons is exactly the same. So how did you come into a greater understanding of your gifts? Was it through meeting James and working with the Blue Star Spiritual work or? Definitely. I had started working as a psychic medium doing what I called soul to soul connection. So I brought spirit in from the other side, like many mediums do, and passed the messages on. I am clairaudient and not clairvoyant. And I consider that a blessing that I don't have to sit and look at pictures and try and work out what spirit are trying to show me is a clairvoyance I believe is amazing skill people who are very good clairvoyance spend many years working out what these actual feelings emotions and pictures coming through to them so I speak to spirit or speak spirit speaks to me when I'm reading it comes through just as a flow of information and knowledge when I'm directly connecting with spirit I actually will hear them conversing with me so Last year, I went to the holistic fair I was working with, and two people, a man and his wife, were at the fair, and their names were James and Janice Devitt. Now, James has got a definitely something about him. You feel the energy. You feel it coming through him. You feel his strength. And this man watched me as I tootled around the fair talking to people because it was often very quiet first thing in the morning. And I could feel this man's eyes boring in the middle of my back and he was the last person I went to visit because he mentioned a very magical word to me and that was the Akashic Records. I had earlier begun working on past life readings 
that year. So I had learned how to go into the Akashic Records and bring through past lives for people on this plane of existence. And we got to talking. And all of a sudden he says to me, what do you want? And I said to him, I said, what do you mean, what do you want? I'm asking you, what do you want? Well, I can be a bit cheeky sometimes. So I said, I threw my arms out and I said, I want it all. And he looked up and he said to them, are you sure? Are you really sure you want me to do this? And he goes, okay. So he mutters this light language and I'm thinking, this guy's really weird. <laughs> I had not heard light language before. And he does an activation on me, but I wasn't aware of what he was doing. But I did trust him. I felt I could trust him. And I went back to my friend. I said, that guy's strange. He's offered me a healing at half price. And I can't decide whether I want to have this or not. It took me most of the day to take out the courage to go back and say, yes, okay, I'd love to have your healing. In which he changed my throat chakra. Now, that was an interesting um, experience to say the least because when my throat chakra has been changed and since it's been done many times I really feel it it's very uncomfortable for me other people they don't feel a thing but for me when I have my throat chakra changed or my heart chakra I'm very very aware of the change but it's always a good thing because it's an upgrade so we get something that's upgraded and our throat and our heart chakra are the two main things that get damaged the most particularly women so anyway, I went away from this workshop and within a few days, I was speaking like language and this was like, wow, where did that come from? Well, and I your work until that this. point had been spiritual, but not necessarily what I call galactic, right? Like had you delved into the whole idea that we're not alone in the universe and we didn't all start out here and all of that before you met him? I had. It was interesting. I had a friend who came around one day. And she was very much into that. And she was talking about these different planets I'd never heard of. And I said, oh, let me channel and see how I can find out. And I just started bringing forward a lot of information. So I had done that before I met him, but not to the volume I do now, and certainly not with the innate knowledges I have now. I never had then. And I never thought anything of it. And at no time did any of this thing feel strange to me or odd. That we, because I think I've always felt that this planet is never alone, that yes. we could not possibly be the only planet out there. Interesting. Your readings are amazing. And I think one of the things that sticks out in my mind the most when I first connected with you and asked you some questions, you said, I don't want to know about all the planets. I don't know about all the planets. I, do, I keep it that way so that my readings are clear and my channelings are clear and I don't get in the way. Because I was asking you about planets, you're like, I don't know. <laughs> and then you gave me this very in-depth reading about my planet of origin and what the, what the planet looked like, what my interests were, my soul's journey basically from there to here. And that just, I can't believe that you do all that and you don't retain anything about the planet. And you've done a lot of these, right? So how does that work I for have. you? The information that comes through is not for me. And I think that is why I don't retain the information. Many channelers will say the same thing. I have no idea what I've given in a reading. The information is not for us. I have channeled 20 planets and there are over 100 planets involved. This is a lifelong work of bringing through information. Each planet is unique. Each kind of beings are unique. And their lifestyle, their life, the way they live their life is very unique and very different. They are at different levels. They are at different places. 
we have people who are heavily into the technologies. You have others that are not technological at all, that are very much into the more ancient ways of living. You have societies where they have both. They have the ancient way of living plus the modern technological side. You have planets that are observers. You have These people will observe other planets, other beings. They are often theologians. They will work with the Akashic records. Each planet is very individual. There are planets where they are healers only or predominantly healers. Some of them will observe as well as be technological. It is quite amazing. I've come across people who are dragon keepers, people who live from the fairy world, people who come from the angelic realms, and it never ceases to amaze me how different and how diverse this whole system is. And this whole system is nothing compared to what's out there. Just a very, very small part of the whole. Well, and you're, you've got so much information that you put in these reports. For me, mine gave me so much clarity that some of the things that I thought were just personality traits that I have in this lifetime are personality traits that I've probably had for many, many lifetimes on many planets. And getting that in-depth information about my planet of origin helped me to see why I would bring those things forward, why they're such a deep part of who I am, which was really empowering. You also share information about how evolved that planet has become. Was it 5D, 8D, 10D, whatever? All this great information that helps us really get insight into our history and who we are. It's about connecting people to our origins. We have come into the age of awakening and people are getting fragments of information. So they might have meditations where they might see parts of their lives, see images of their home, where they've lived, things they've done. They might just have knowledges that come through, just small snippets of information, but it's really hard to put it together as a whole. I do come across the odd people who will say to me, you have validated everything I already know. And that's really great for me to get that. So my work is about putting this together for you. I ask for as much information as I can to reconnect you to your origins so you have a better and a greater understanding of who you are. And I have certainly seen the parallels between people and their lives off planet as well as their lives on planet. So I think in the awakening starseeds, much of them, their personality traits has come through in this lifetime. Now, I am very heavily involved in the Kashuk records of this planet, and this has very much come through. Not so much as the life I've lived, I certainly haven't um, been a theologian or a researcher, but I have certainly, with my work, I have worked very much with the Akashic Records and have this connection with the Akashic Records, which allows me to bring this information in through for people. One of the things that I wanted to bring up because I thought it was so interesting, I got my reading from you and I was... I was affirmed and I do agree with it. I did initially agree with it. Like, yes, I knew this from my, when I first awakened in 2012, like you, I knew that that was my planet of origin. I knew that's where I came from. But wait a minute. I'm working with somebody else who's from the Pleiades and I know I'm Palladian also. And so why didn't that show up? So I reached out to you and I'm like, could there be a mistake here? Why didn't it show up about play? And you had the greatest response. You said, some of us have come through many 
planet's evolutions on our way to this one. And you were probably involved in that as well. And you have memories of that as well. But that's not your origin. So your starseed readings take us all the way back to our place of origin. But we may have moved through other systems since that time, right? Most definitely. We are not the only planet who has been Project Planet Earth. There's been Project Planet Pleiades, Project Planet Sirius. Often a volunteer will volunteer more than just once. So in your case, you have worked with the Pleiades in their project. And so you're very, very familiar with the Pleiadian energies. And you will connect very easily for those who are from the Pleiades. This evolution that we go through brings us to we are able to incarnate anywhere we wish. It is about learning. So you say come from the Pleiades and you want to have a lifetime or some lifetimes on a planet of technology. So you might incarnate upon Lyra, which is a very, very technological planet. They're very heavily into their technologies, pushing the boundaries, working with the energies. They manipulate energies, they force energies to change energy, and they are extremely technically minded. And this actually comes through when I read. Many of them are very heavily into the sacred geometry, and they work through the sacred geometry. So you might have this feeling that I've lived in Lyra, and I've, but I think I've also lived in Sirius, and it's very likely you have done. You may have worked on the evolutional scale of Sirius. You might have worked for the project, because this also helps us evolve. When we do a project like this, so like we're working on Project Planet Earth, we are evolving as well. All our memories, all of our experiences will be taken through back to when we go home. So these experiences are like building blocks, each block upon another, which helps us understand more of who we are. It brings us more compassion, more love, more unconditional love. We are of unconditional love beyond this plane, but it brings even more. So these volunteers that come and I don't know how many are here, but they would be millions. They come from unconditional love. They give of themselves to help another race of beings move forward, understand themselves, and be able to move into the higher realms. But they also bring their own understandings. Now, this is a planet of free will choice. This is the hardest project, as far as I'm aware, that has ever come into being. Free will choice means that we are given choice in everything. And this can be very difficult when we have all these choices and the free will to do as we wish. Because often societies are based around structure and we, we do have structure within our society. But if we look, we have, these days in this age, we have total free will. We look at everybody, the way they dress, the way they think, how we move around the globe. And this is what free will choice does. But to move into that place of free will choice and to be able to use it, the evolutional process means we've gone through a lot of difficulties. We go through wars. We go through dictatorships. We go through experiences that in our mind are terrible. But they are all part of the learning process. So when we go through these processes, one sector will put up their hand and say, I'll do the terrible things. The other sector will say, well, I'll have it done to me so we can learn. Right. So it is all about learning. It's about the process of learning. So we 
will carry on doing this and carry on working as volunteers for the next project that comes along if we feel that it will help them as well as help us move forward. If you think about all the knowledges, all the lifetimes you've had and everything you've learned over those lifetimes, you've learned so much about interacting with different people, about working out different scenarios, with experiencing so many things as a soul. That is just to me is amazing. It brings through so much experience, so much knowledge and so much evolution for for the soul as you move forward. Absolutely. Well, this kind of prompts me to move into another subject that you and I have had a lot of great conversations about, and that is where we get bound up in all of the karma that we signed up to clear in this lifetime. You do a lot of work with clients around this, helping them uh, work out that karma in a way that's still beneficial for them so that they don't get stuck in it, right? Am I describing it well? You want to take it from there and talk about it a little bit? You're doing very well. (laughs) My first kind of Akashic readings were past life readings, and I work to clear karma for people. Karma affects us in so many different ways. We come into relationships with people to work through karma. Sometimes it can be as simple as meeting somebody, speaking to them, doing something maybe very small for them, and then we move on. And that's it, karma is balance. And that's the simple karma. But we do have karma that impinges on our life. It holds us back. We get into relationships that are not necessarily very good for us. These relationships can sometimes cause ill health. They can cause mental anguish. We can be into a relationship where we feel we just cannot move out of that relationship, something's holding us back. And I've been in that situation myself where I was in a situation with somebody where I felt something was holding me back. Why can't I move away from this relationship? Once I did the karmic balancing for myself, it completely cleared it and I had a very clear idea of why we were in this relationship. So it's so powerful to be able to remove the karma And to be able to move forward. When it comes to people and relationships and couples, I always say, well, this will go one of two ways. You will either become stronger and work your way through this because you also clear the karma for the person you're working for, whether they're engaged or not. Or you will separate and go your own way. So you have to be prepared before I do this reading for that to happen. I always quote my mother, who I know just will not mind my story. My mother, when I first started reading the Akashic Records, said to me, I've had a vision. I saw myself hanging. It was a bleak landscape, and I was hanging from a rope, and I was in dark clothes. And I said to her, would you like me to see if I can find out what past life has come through for you? So this was one of the first ones I did. Now, my mother was born in France in the 1700s. And she was born into a farming family, which were comfortable. They weren't rich or wealthy, but they were comfortable. And there was a man who was an itinerant, and I think she was about 18 and he was 32. And he worked for the farm. She fell in love with him, and she eloped. And they moved away and moved to a big city, and she found out that she was pregnant, and he told her he was married with three children, and he left her. And he left her destitute on the streets. She lived as a prostitute, and she lost her child in childbirth. Five years after, she was hung for thieving because she was hungry and she'd stolen something to eat. Now, that man was my father's mother, my grandmother, 
And my father's mother and my mother hated each other. They literally loathed each other. They couldn't stand the sight of each other. So we worked through this and she said to me at the end of the reading, well, that's a very lovely story, dear, but I cannot forgive. I said, okay, that's fine. I've done my part. So it's up to you. Five days later, she rings me and she says to me, you will never believe what's happened this morning. I said, what? She said, I've sat there this morning and I've tried and I've tried and I've tried and I cannot hate her anymore. And I laughed at this. She said, I feel ambivalent. She said, I really have tried very hard to hate her this morning and it just (laughs) didn't work. And I said to her, well, that's wonderful. But she said, I can't do the last bit, which is the last part of releasing. I said, it's fine. The soul's doing the job. About a month later, she said to me, you wouldn't believe it. I've released. I've done what I needed to do. I said, well, that's absolutely wonderful. A few weeks later, I get a call and I get all these spooky calls. Something's happened. Can you find out why or who it is? And she had collects roses and flowers for my sister who passed away 30 years, silk ones to put on the grave because the flowers don't last long. So she likes to have nice flowers and replace them regularly. And she said there was one red rose on the garage floor. And she said it can't have possibly got there on its own. I said, okay, that's fine. I'll check and find out for you. And the message was from my grandmother, my father's mother, thank you. I love you. And that to me was just amazing. So it had not only cleared the karma for my mother, it had cleared the karma for my grandmother who was in spirit. Yes. Yes, that is so amazing too. I'm glad that you touch on that, that we aren't just doing the work for those of us who are still incarnated. This work transcends both sides of the realm. It's very special work. It, It is very powerful. And I have repeat clients come back. I'm one of these people who says, I will do one reading for you. You clear your karma. And then if you need to do another one, we'll do it. I don't believe in doing multiple readings. I think it's too much of a burden on the soul to be trying to resolve too many issues at one time. I think it's really important just to work with the one karma issue. And I have a lot of people who have worked through their karma and managed to resolve what is between themselves and others. It is amazingly, amazingly powerful to do karmic balancing. It it just releases us from what holds us back and it allows us to move forward with love in our hearts as well. That's lovely. Thank you so much. I love the way you you use your gifts and there's a lot of love in your heart. So that's the first thing I felt working with you is the amount of love and compassion that you bring to everyone that you work with. You really get that this human walk is is can be intense and <laughs> you're very compassionate with us as we do this walk here on earth. So I, I love your work. I have to ask you about the quantum healing a little bit because we did have James on the show last week and he introduced us to some of the work. Quantum healing, how is that different? Like you guys replace chakras and work with teams and the language of it's different from anything I'm familiar with and it seems to have a different impact on people. Can you speak to that a little bit? Well, it took me a week to stop smiling after I'd done my workshop. I walked around (laughs) with a silly grin on my face for a week. It was just powerful. The impact of Blue Star Healing, it's, it's very hard to really describe. The most important part about Blue Star Healing is actually connecting us into the quantum grid. So we are connected into the fifth dimension and beyond with our healing. How do I describe it? I was One of the things that was really quite amusing is recently I was changing a chakra for a friend and another friend 
who had done Blue Star Healing, was there, standing there. We were doing healing together and things. And he said he saw my hand go out for the chakra and disappear. He said it completely disappeared and then came back. So literally my hand went out into a different dimension, received what it needed, and it came back. When we did the workshop, we worked with a method and the formula. We started with asking the higher self, which is something I've learned whenever I'm healing. You must always check with somebody else's higher self because you may be going against what somebody actually wants done. And occasionally you will get a no. There are ways around it. You can ask for dispensations to actually heal at that particular time. I have gotten around it once or twice. You work with the quantum grid. And Blue Star Healing is about removing karmic items that have been left behind from lifetime to lifetime and a lot of these are just benign but we don't need them they're floating around in our auric system and we really don't need them they're things that we've hung on to maybe from tragedies maybe it's something we've just absolutely loved or something that's been necessary we remove implants most of them are benign some of them have been placed to interfere with our spiritual lives And we have to be careful about removing those ones because those ones that have been put in are a little bit tricky. They often have combinations of codes that have to be punched in to deactivate them. So they're they're still sitting there on the whole not active, but they can be activated by those who have placed them there if they think that perhaps you're moving along a little too well and they just want to disrupt things for you a wee bit. And it, it often will just be blocking your connections. One of the things that I did remove, which was interesting, was an entity. And a friend of mine, a long time ago, I think it might have been the 1200s, had had a lifetime of terrible abuse. She had lived to about the age of 17 and had been in, I suppose, what you would call a workhouse. She had been sexually and physically abused. And in her mind, she had gone elsewhere and she had created an alter ego. And this alter ego she called the Blue Man. And I'm healing her one day. And I see this blue form lying beside her. It's a completely benign form, and it was the blue man. And he was attached to her sacral chakra with an umbilical cord, which I had to remove. So we took that out. It's amazing what we will find. I I did a healing for someone the other day, and I removed a full knight's armor off him, and then I removed a monk's robe, a jester's outfit, and then the armor from the Crusades. And I knew he was from the Crusades of England because I could see the white square with the red cross. All this helps to lighten our load and helps to remove what might block us from our connections. For me, I did the Blue Star Quantum Healing Method and my own modalities of healing came through. And this is still changing for me. So a year and a half on, many changes are still happening for me. I have my own modalities and ways of healing. Sometimes I will use light language and I will write light language and send that and that can be activated so that can be done anywhere in the world I can write the light language out, I can email it, people can print it off it's just as potent regardless of whether it's written on my piece of paper or somebody else's piece of paper once it's activated then it goes in the rubbish tin I work hands on with those who I am close enough to be able to work with so I work on um, and I love doing this, this is a very gentle way of healing and I also recently did something new I opened a portal into the fifth dimension and I did hands-on healing and that was really amazing because I was working on the chest area 
and I had one hand on the top of the chest and one under, and I could actually feel the weight under my hand. And so while I've got my hands in the fifth dimension, I can feel all the energy that I'm giving comes from my hands, but I know that my hands are elsewhere. So it's like when I did the chakra change, I've put my hands into another dimension, and my hand, although you can see it, really isn't here. So for me, the quantum healing is very, very powerful. And I know that all those that did the workshop with us work in a different manner. So some of them will work with standard Blue Star healing using the Blue Star method, and that's wonderful. Others will actually use the Blue Star method in their own ways like I do. One of my friends, after doing this, was given a method of doing a very quick chakra balancing, working within the quantum grid. It is an amazingly powerful healing modality. And if you ever get the opportunity or anyone ever gets the opportunity to do it, I would thoroughly recommend that you do this. I have not regretted doing it. You did a wonderful job explaining it. I knew you would. It needed your language because each of us needs to use our voice. It is so important because the way that one describes it is going to resonate for somebody where another described it and it didn't. So thank you for giving your language to all of that. And speaking of your language, this is a nice place to segue into something new that you're offering. And I was so excited that I got to play a part in that. So as we're opening up to our gifts, it's really easy to doubt ourselves and question ourselves. And I went and worked with Ava Marquez, my friend Ava Marquez. I went and saw her last year and we did some some energy work together and and she and we were going to go and excavate my sacred symbol that I had buried deep in the earth long ago. And she kept asking me if I saw it yet and if I saw it yet. But what I was seeing and what she was seeing were not the same. So I went into my doubt about, oh, I'm not, I'm not really channeling. I'm not seeing what she's seeing. She's been doing this longer, blah, blah, blah. And I contacted you and told you about all this. And you said, you're both right. You, I see what both of you saw. And you actually were able to channel and draw my sacred symbol and share that with me. And since then, that kind of opened a doorway for you to do this for other people. It's so powerful, this artwork that you're creating. Are you having a blast doing it? I love doing it. (laughs) Every symbol is different. And I have to thank you for this because I had no idea I could do this until you mentioned it to me. It's amazing. And you got the symbol, you've got all the light language on there. It is just so powerful. Then Mario saw it and he said, I want mine. And and like, so now you've been doing these sacred, so you've done several of them now, haven't you? I have done. And each one is so uniquely different. They're all beautiful. I cannot really truly bring through the full depth of the symbol. In true reality, the symbol is far more than what I can bring through. I wish I could draw in that depth, but it would be more than a three-dimensional piece of artwork if you can imagine the layers upon layers upon layers that these symbols are made of. But I bring through what I can. Again, it's about bringing connection for you. It's about bringing home back to you. I believe that there are codexes built into the writing I do which will trigger when you see them. They will help bring that connection. I recently did one for a friend and she said to me, I gave it to her as a Christmas gift. She said, I couldn't wait. I said, okay, that's fine. (laughs) And she said, when I looked at it, my heart sung and she said, my heart is still singing. That to me was just purely beautiful. I still thought, wow, because I haven't done my own. I haven't even done my own starseed reading. I'm one of these people who does it for everyone else and I just 
take it on trust and faith that I am who I am and I really don't worry too much about who I am. I am who I am and I love doing what I do and this is all just a part of who I am. But the symbol is something very special. It is something you have chosen before you came here. It is a part of you and it's, it represents something very, very special to you. So your symbol is unique to you. It represents something very special, something that touches your heart, that connects you to your home. It may not even come from your home, but it still connects you to what's very important to you. And it is placed in your heart chamber before you come here. So it is placed into your chakra cham chamber, the chakra. That is your heart cha chamber, and it is placed within, and it is there as, as a very special connector for you. And so both you and Ava were very correct in what you were looking for, but you saw one part of it, which was the light language, and Ava saw the, I suppose, the, the art side of it, the beautiful art that came with it, the beautiful symbol itself. So it was wonderful to be able to bring these two things together, and then I'm thinking, well, surely I must be able to channel, you, channel this for you and tell you what it means. So for each person... There is a channeling that goes with it and it will tell you what your symbol stands for and what it is about. And you have chosen this for a very special reason. And you carry this within. You've carried it within for every lifetime. This is a part of your home. It is a part of you. It is a part of who you are. And for me, it is all about love. Everything we do is about love. Everything I do is about love. When I work for you, I have immense love for you. I actually open my heart chamber up with love for you and I connect to you with deep love always. I love what you said. It's a, it, I help bring home back for you. Like that. that's it. That's who you are. That's what you've done for me since I met you. You have, I'm not one of these people, you know, when I first had the whole starseed revelation for myself, it was like, I'm not one of these people that's always sat there and looked at the stars and longed to go home or any of that. I, I'm very connected to earth, but yet working with you, you have brought a sense of wholeness to me that I didn't realize I didn't have until I started working with you. It is, you bring home you, you connect us with our home and, and it fills something up that we don't even realize isn't full until you do it. So I would recommend to anybody to have any of your services done. I love the sacred symbol. We've got to get you partnered with a jeweler so we can start doing sacred symbol jewelry because that is fabulous what you create. I meditate with it. It's beautiful. I, I recommend to anyone to do that. Uh, how do you have time to do all of this? You must be a very busy lady, Anita. <laughs> I am, and I restrict the amount of work I do in one week. Good. That's how I do it. Good. And I've been on holiday, and I have walked away from my work for two weeks. I'm due to start back on Monday, and I've just walked away from everything. I, I, you need to break from it from time to time. Yes, definitely. I, ha I so love visiting with you. Your gifts and talents are beautiful. Is there anything that I haven't asked you about that you'd like to share with us? There is something I would like to share, but it's not actually something that you've asked about, but it is something you know about. Okay. And it's called Journey of Possibilities. <laughs> you know what I'm going to say. <laughs> Life is a journey of endless possibilities. 
Each day awakens with a new a renewal of joy, love, new energies, new truths and realities, creating a journey of discovery and endless possibilities. What will you be today? Will you be a fairy for the day in a beautiful costume, allowing yourself the freedom to express the magical part of you that resides within? Will you begin your next adventure, making plans to travel away and explore the world and endless possibilities of extending your awareness of what surrounds you? Will you be a volunteer for the day, giving of yourself to the betterment of others in need? Will you skydive, swim with the sharks and explore the more thrill-seeking side of who you are? Every day of renewal grants you the opportunity to begin your life again, to reinvent who you are and to make your dreams become a reality, to move forward with your life and create your own endless journey of possibilities. Each and every one of us is able to recreate and reinvent ourselves and to step outside our normal daily life to make our dreams become a reality. Now, the inspiration for this came from you. I find you a very inspiring person. I have a connection to you which I think is absolutely amazing and you have brought many endless possibilities into my lifetime and I thank you very deeply for this. Okay, it's not fair when the guest makes the host cry. This is not part of the drill. <laughs> I'm sorry, I did not mean to do oh, that. Oh my goodness. I I have that posted on my website. It's beautiful when you sent it to me. It made me cry then and it makes me cry now because it shows the depth of which you really see and feel my heart. And that is a testament to who you are also, because that is who you bring to every client that contacts you. You serve with all of you, and it's just such a joy to know you. And I invite anyone who's joined us on this show to please check you out, indulge themselves in your services, and reconnect at a deeper level to the truth of who they are as well. Thank you. It's been an honor to be here today. It's such a joy to know you, Anita. Any parting thought that you have? Enjoy your life to the maximum. Enjoy who you are. Appreciate who you are. Find as much love in your life as you can. And do what you want to do with a passion. You lead by example. Thank you so much for spending time with us today. It's really been fun to connect with you. Thank you. It's been my pleasure. And thank you for joining us on the show. And we hope you'll join us again next week. And remember, show us your support at journeyofpossibilities.com slash support. We'll see you next week on Exploring Possibilities.